Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. One last shot at gold. Simone Biles says she will compete. COVID cases pack ICUs. To those who are unvaccinated, shame on you. Senate Accord on Infrastructure. This is big. This is a big deal. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Major developments today at the Summer Olympic Games. And one of the brightest stars heading into the event will try to shine once again. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman in Tokyo. The announcement came a few hours ago. Simone Biles, who has withdrawn from five events here in Tokyo, announced she will compete in tomorrow's final women's gymnastics event, the balance beam. One of her teammates, Jade Carey, says she's excited to have Biles back. Having Simone being back tomorrow is great. I'm really proud of her. She's been through a lot. It's going to be great to see her out there tomorrow. Jade Carey is also excited about something else. Today, she won the gold medal in the floor exercise competition. That was one of the events Biles chose not to take part in. Bad news, though, today for the U.S. women's soccer team. It's out of gold medal contention after losing to Canada in a semifinal match, one nothing. And we may be having a type of defection here in Tokyo. A 24-year-old female sprinter from Belarus says her country is trying to force her to go back to Belarus, and she doesn't want to. Olympic historian David Walachinsky says defections have happened many times before in the Olympics. This is an unusual one because the Belarus team tried to send her to the airport, and she refused to get on the airplane. For the moment, it appears the Belarus athlete remains in Japan. Steve Futterman, CBS News, at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. Now the latest on the pandemic. The U.S. recorded more than 194,000 new COVID cases on Friday, the most since late January. Dr. Anthony Fauci says it's clear the unvaccinated are propagating this outbreak, as he puts it. CBS's Maria Villarreal is in Missouri, where COVID hospitalizations have soared 168% over the last two months. Love you. 
Billy Baker and her son Brody have spent 17 days outside this Missouri ICU where Brody's father, Daryl, is battling COVID and is unable to have visitors. Just over 40 percent of Missourians are fully vaccinated. The state's daily death rate more than tripled in the past two weeks. At Lake Regional Health System, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Harbach Sango says they're fighting their fourth surge. The ICU is busier than it ever has been. 40 percent of our inpatient census is COVID. Last week, they tied their highest number of COVID patients since November of 2020. Roughly half of July's patients were under the age of 59, nearly all unvaccinated. Yesterday, Florida broke its record for COVID hospitalizations with more than 10,000. It came a day after recording the most daily cases since the start of the pandemic. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy on CBS This Morning. I'm deeply concerned about what's happening in Florida and certainly in many parts of our country with cases rising. And what we have to be ready to do is increase our vaccination pace while we are using mitigation measures, including wearing masks. It looks like a huge $1 trillion infrastructure bill that's been under construction since the spring could pass in the Senate by the end of the week. The 2,700-page measure has support from senators in both parties and calls for $550 billion in new spending. Utah Republican Mitt Romney. This is paid for. This is not going to raise taxes on people. This is instead taking some money that was already appropriated, not used for COVID relief. We're going to bring that back and use it to help build infrastructure. CBS News congressional correspondent Chris Van Cleve. Getting the bill to the president's desk could still be a bumpy road. It has to get through the Senate. Then it has to go over to the House of Representatives. The Speaker and progressive Democrats are insisting on tying the infrastructure bill to the larger human infrastructure bill. That's that $3.5 trillion reconciliation package you've heard people talking about. That includes money for everything from child care to climate change, there is no Republican support for that larger measure. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other top House Democrats are calling on the Biden administration to extend the nation's eviction moratorium, which expired Saturday. Last week, the White House called for congressional action, indicating its hands were tied by a Supreme Court ruling. Either way, for this Maryland mother and millions of other people, there is uncertainty. It's scary. If I'm on the street, where do I go? University of Arkansas law professor Lynn Foster. A lot of landlords did already file eviction lawsuits. It's just that they couldn't be carried through to their conclusion because of the moratorium. So there are a lot of cases already in the courts. For the first time in a long time, American travelers to the U.K. don't have to spend time in quarantine. Among the first through the arrivals gate at London's Heathrow Airport this morning, this Brit who's been living in Washington, D.C., he booked as soon as he heard quarantine rules had been lifted for fully vaccinated U.S. and EU travelers. It gives us an opportunity to spend time with family, people we haven't seen for quite some time, so it's going to be great. Also celebrating Britain's tourism industry, hoping this heralds the return of the U.S. tour who poured $4 billion a year into the U.K. economy pre-pandemic. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Wild scene in East Hemfield Township, Pennsylvania, where six people were taken to the hospital after they were caught in the crush of people looking to get out of a crowded sports complex. There was a fight during a basketball tournament, and some said they heard a gunshot. Diane Garber is the local emergency director. No shooting victims. The only injuries that occurred were due to the chaos of hundreds of people leaving the facility all at the same time. Officials in Oregon say the major wildfire in the southern part of the state, called the Bootleg Fire, is now 84% contained. After major progress in fighting it yesterday, it's destroyed 45 homes and other buildings. 
Mudslides caused damage to Interstate 70 in Colorado's Glenwood Canyon. That area was damaged by a wildfire last year. Flood watches were posted in seven western states. At the Lollapalooza Music Fest in Chicago, fans heard none of that. The performer known as DaBaby was pulled from the lineup yesterday for making homophobic remarks and false statements about AIDS at a recent show. His apologies on Twitter only seemed to make things worse. In honor of MTV's 40th anniversary, a top music magazine has put out a list. I got hot sauce in my bag. Rolling Stone released its list of 100 greatest music videos of all time, and Queen B takes a top spot with Formation. Okay, ladies, now let's get in formation. But it wasn't Beyonce's only video to make the list. Single Ladies was number 12, and her music video with Lady Gaga for Telephone, number 66. Madonna, Childish Gambino, Guns N' Roses, and Michael Jackson also claimed top spots on the list. Monica Ricks, CBS News. American runner Isaiah Jewett was in prime position to take one of the top two spots in his 800-meter heat when he got tangled up with a runner from Botswana, and they both went down. In a show of sportsmanship, they helped each other up, put their arms around each other, and finished together. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus.